It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book, Close Encounters of the Worst Kind, and the captivating memoir, Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. Today, I have a really special, special show for you. Um, Fascinating guest and my friend, Chad Meek, author of Giant Rock, the greatest UFO story ever told, and the New Libertarian Party, Revolution for America, Futurist, um, Revolution for America, Futurist and Astrologer is here today to tell his spellbounding true story. The nephew of renowned 1950s ufologist George Van Tassel, who for many years reported channeling extraterrestrials at a place in the Mojave Desert known as Giant Rock, as a child witnessed many extraterrestrial events. He has been an intuitive for many years, a gift he attributes to being a byproduct of the multiple occurrences of alien abductions he's experienced in his childhood. In an effort to figure out why he was so different from others, Chad developed an interest in astrology and ultimately became an astrologer. He has continued studying astrology and doing astrological readings professionally for others for over 30 years. Today, Chad will talk about the events he witnessed as a child while living at Giant Rock, including his own childhood UFO abductions. He will share the emotional pain he suffered as a result of all his experiences and talk about the psychic powers the abductions left him with. So let's welcome our special guest today. Good morning, Chad. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm here. I've been having a really difficult time getting in. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. We were waiting. We were waiting patiently. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, welcome. I just read your your profile and um, talked a little bit about you, and it was all nice things, so don't worry. (laughs) Oh, good. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, you're a good guy. So let's start off by, uh, and I know, you know, you've been with me. This will be the fourth time. So um, you always have something really interesting to say, but I think we should start off with the greatest UFO story ever told. So why don't you tell us um, what the situation was? and how the abductions happened. Okay, wow, sure. Let's, you know, here, let me drink a big cup of coffee. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Drink, drink. <laughs> I'm, drinking, I'm drinking water. Okay. Okay, all right. Yeah, um, actually, we're talking about, and I, and, I, and I don't like dating myself because I have a really young voice. So I want everyone to think I'm really young and, and, and I've got everything together and I've, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, so. Ignore the dates I'm going to give you, 
Um, but anyways, back in 1962, I was living out at a place called Giant Rock, which is out in the middle of the Mojave Desert. And I was living there with my uncle, uh, George Van Tassel, who at the time was the uh, uh, essentially the, the ex facto leader of the uh, UFO conscious movement or UFO contactee movement. And it was out in the middle of nowhere. And by uh, my family had lived out there since 1947. So there had been a tremendous amount of activity, of UFO activity out there at any rate. But at the time, I was my grandmother, who lived, whose house was a, was a stone throw away from, uh, from my uncle's house, uh, one night I had an abduction experience. I ha actually had a craft that was about 20 feet above. It was a silver craft, and I was literally taken out of my bed. I was taken through uh, a, uh, an actual a window, uh, a closed window, and uh, I was brought up into a uh, saucer stainless steel uh, ship that was out there, and that's really where it began. Um, at the time, they kept on, uh, they, they telepathically were doing all kinds of communications with me that I actually remember like it happened yesterday, which is such a long time. But they, they did experiments. Uh, you know, they put me on a stainless steel table. There were, these were the notorious gray um, uh, aliens that are, you know, popular like within the whole John Mack. I don't know if any people out there who uh, know of John Mack who was a Harvard psychologist. Majority of people between uh, 1955 and 1965, that's who were doing most of the abductions was the, these gray entities. And uh, anyway, it was pretty scary, uh, pretty scary event. Um, I, <clears throat> I, I uh, like I said, e even, um, it, you, know, you know, when I talk about it today, I literally get a minor case of, uh, of PTSD. You know, I, I get a little tingly in my hands um, simply because I just get teleported back into that whole time period. Um, uh, having said that, I mean, I, I don't really, you know, I mean, it, it, it's something I, I, I do want to talk about. And I ran into so many people that have had very similar experiences uh, with that. But that was the first, and they actually continued till about age 10. And they were monitoring me, um, specifically me. Uh, uh, my brothers or sisters, they did not have any abduction experiences, just me uh, out, of the, out of the family. My uncle was keenly aware of what was going on. Uh, he was almost telepathic, and if any any people get a chance, go online and and go type in George Van Tassel or Giant Rock. You'll you'll get a bigger uh, panoramic story about who he was and what he did. He was an amazing human being. But I was there just by by I don't know. I, I won't say accident, but that's what I but the, but that's essentially what happened early on. How old were you when you had your first abduction? I was four. I was four years old. Oh my god! Uh, and it was yeah, it was a, it, yeah. And and again, I spent a whole lifetime trying to figure out well, you know, why me? Uh, you know, why me? Um, you, you know, why was I so lucky? Uh, because it's it leaves an indelible imprint in your whole life. In fact, the the irony is. <laughs> uh, I stuttered profusely afterwards during this whole time period. I, I literally couldn't 
create a, a, a straight sentence. I, I was just early, you know, being four, I was just learning how to talk anyways. But after that, I couldn't keep a complete sentence. Um, the side effect was I had extremely high fever. They took me to the doctor uh, the next day because I was burning up. And uh, I've talked to other people and um, regarding this over the years. And um, I, I probably had some sort of chip or something implanted. Uh, in me that caused that or just the, I, I don't know, just, just the sheer uh, event of it. But at, at any rate, I, um, I chronicled this in a book called Giant Rock um, that came out. I, I wrote it, originally wrote a screenplay, but, uh, and then I chronicled this through a character named Chase in my book Giant Rock about some of the really weird, crazy experiences I had as a result of this. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not sorry or, um, you know, that at my age now, looking back, because it illuminated a whole different uh, life, and I certainly wouldn't be me had I not gone through this, like so many other experiences. But, um, but again, it was pretty, pretty uh, hairy, Randy, I mean, as far as that at the time. I, I don't recommend this. Right now, I mean, I, I actually see ships, uh, uh, you know, quite often. Um, none of them come close, though. But if, if but if one landed, I would not hesitate at all to go walk up and knock on their door today. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> say, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Remember me? <laughs> yeah. Right. Here I am. <laughs> what kind of things yeah. were you said? You said they were talking to you telepathically. What kind of things were they yeah. saying to you? Well, they were they were continually reassuring me. They were telling me that there was one thing which actually turned to be uh, inaccurate. One, they said I, w- I would never remember this, uh, that I should just relax, that it would be over soon, and that I would never know about this again. Well, it wasn't true. I, uh, for some reason, in, in, which, which incidentally, uh, as far as the numbers go, they're, they're all over the map, but there are some that say that is uh, anywhere from a million to five million uh, Children were abducted from 1955 to 1965. Oh my gosh! Uh, specifically, yep. yeah. So uh, more and more and more people are kind of have come out over the years, and uh, and what what is what is amazing as far as uh, th- this whole uh, you know weird 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 thing is uh, like Dr. John Mack. Uh, he kept on you know he was a psychiatrist from Harvard. And he would he would be treating people with these severe you know severe depression and anxiety, and they would come up with these almost the exact same story as mine, as far as how they were abducted and 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 so he had had nothing to do with anything UFO, and he was like completely freaked out, and so that's what got him involved, and so he started doing research. And he was just absolutely dumbfounded. He was amazed um, as far as um, the amount of people that would come to him. Uh, his call, you know, he was a Pulitzer Prize winner. I mean, the guy was a genius uh, and, and really a friend of the whole, uh, you know, UFO abductee, you know, community. He literally helped heal, you know, I, I mean, I think millions of people just by coming out. He had done, he had done several shows. You know, he was out there for a while. He's since passed on. Um, actually, there's a there's a movie um, that's in the in the works with him 
uh, profile, but he really turned out to be a saint. But he was a uh, uh, he simply listened and he started putting together research. His colleagues tried to get him kicked out of Harvard and, and tried to try to discredit him for his work that he had done. And uh, but he persisted. He would not budge whatsoever. And uh, so so he's really a hero in this whole world, um, you know, of the whole UFO thing. So anyway, uh, uh, that, that's kind of a, a, a snapshot as far as those experiences, which um, we, we, the, the irony is now, uh, Randy, and, and, and I, you know, uh, I, I first started out because I wrote a screenplay. And so I kind of had kind of come out. And even to this day, the numbers of people who inquire, I mean, my, if I do Google impressions or anything like that, they're over anywhere from 5 million to 10 million uh, impressions of people that are interested in the subject or have some sort of affiliation or some experience. And so I get calls and requests from this and, and especially over the last you know, couple of years, and it's growing the amount of people. But also, too, the information that the government has been releasing as of late about, you know, crafts that they have no idea, you know, what were uh, their origin. They knew that they weren't from planet Earth. They have so much information also uh, and, and that, that they've been hiding all these time, all these years. Uh, and so now that information is coming out. So I think there's this kind of, uh, you know, versus cognitive dissidence where people who who, who just ignored their events or their experiences. Now they're seeing like the uh, aircraft carrier Nimitz with, uh, you know, about 50 U.S. Naval personnel that have come out on that whole UFO uh, in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, there, there's, just so, there's just so much information coming out. Now it's not as, when I, <laughs> the irony is, is that when I first came out, uh, people kind of looked at me like I was extraordinarily peculiar well, now it's kind of it's, now it's not. It, I don't get I don't get that anymore. I mean, you know, people would ask me, "Well, did you see a psychiatrist?" Or you know, this, 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 and that. Well, now that now people don't ask that. Now it's essentially kind of growing or kind of the acceptance of 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 that world uh, that's commingled with ours, and and of, of course with all the different television shows. Now it's it's, it's changed. It's dramatically changed. So fascinating. How many times do you think you were abducted? Do you, do you know? Um, you know, um, I would guess probably in the neighborhood of about uh, between 15 and 20 different times um, and in different places. Um, and like one of the abductions happened uh, and it would happen at any given time. One of them in particular, um, I was uh, uh, I was at a family gathering and uh, everyone went out to dinner and I was left uh, left alone, which which doesn't happen. I mean, I, you know, you know, I was I was left at home and no one knew that I uh, wasn't there. It was kind of like a, I was watching Home Alone. <laughs> and that was me it's like no one knew i was gone no one oh knew i was missing God. yeah so oh yeah I, I had that one I, you know as far, i had that experience as far as that and and that would happen quite often and they would be that happen in the city they would happen out in the desert majority of them happen out in the desert because we 
frequently went out there. And again, I mentioned it was a kind of a hotbed of, of UFO experience or UFO activity out there. I was, people keep, my uncle, he used to frighten me because I really felt that he channeled these uh, entities. He would seem to be a friendly, you know, uh, uh, or, or an easy conduit or channel to these UFO entities. So I actually blamed him for my, my own experiences as far as uh, the whole thing there. And, and at the time, early on, they weren't, they weren't welcome, of course. I mean, they just, they, they were so out of the ordinary and so extraordinary. Um, but then after about 10, they stopped. Now, at least the physical abductions. And then from then on, even to this day, I actually get, you know, some uh, telepathic or some very interesting conversations um, you know, as far as with, with these, some of these entities, I even have them today. Um, people might want to come up with some various description of, uh, you, you know, I was kind of curious myself as far as, well, gee, maybe you're suffering from some form of, uh, you know, schizophrenia. Well, you know, I, you know, I, I've done a lot of research on, on, on schizophrenia. Uh, it turns out that most of the shamans, and most of the people in the that were in priests and what have you, they would actually go and, and of course, Native Americans, which instantly I have Native American blood, they would literally go into, were able to go into an acute, uh, and, and really what the what their experiences were, they were acute experiences, which allowed you know which allowed me to basically live in the present day world, but to have again have these other uh, messages that have come up and. In fact, a recent book that I just did, uh, that I just wrote, um, you know, and, and came out, which essentially was a, a political abstract, which was, came out with a, bun a, a bunch of ideas to solve some of uh, this country's problems. And, and I literally, I, I mean, I, I sat down and I literally wrote this thing, and, you know, I mean, it was like I was in real time, I was just getting information um, about what should be done. Uh, you know, uh, and I put it in terms, I, I wrote in terms of essentially an abstract, a, a set of ideas um, about how, what the United States should do. And it, essentially one of the titles was After the Fall, um, which was an interesting thing uh, to, to get from these, from these entities as far as that. And, and I kind of just outlined the whole thing in, in, a, in a book that's on Amazon right now. Um, which is a, a, a gigantic diversion because my primary writing is is, is giant rock and, and uh, other science fiction, but then this thing came out. Uh, interesting. This is also interesting too, Randy, because you know I, uh, a good friend of mine uh, that I've uh, you know grown fairly close to over the years. He in 2002, him and a group of uh, uh, Hollywood you know, uh, grips and, and, and kind of support group, they would go out to Giant Rock all the time. And they had this one girl that was part of the group. She had an abduction experience out there. And, and she, and from that time she was, they were trying to download her information on what should, you know, what, what would help us here. And, I, you know, I was going to get her, God, the conversations were, were incredible. I, I, at the time, I had a, a small show that I was doing uh, to, to talk to, you know, various contactees and what have you, and hers was incredible, and hers was verified by five other people. Um, she was actually taken out in the desert up into a ship, 
she she was missing uh and they were uh, of course all frightened and they were you know of course young adults at the time um you know to uh, that were uh, you know and, and she came back with speaking in almost nyam or computer language about you know what you know what what could help and even today she still has information they they're still trying to contact her so so some of the stuff's fascinating, especially over the years, the people I've bumped into. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it, it is interesting. Yeah. I'll say <laughs> it is very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so really this has, you know, this has defined, um, you largely about who you are, but you know, but there's other aspects to you. And I think a lot of them are offshoots of this experience. Um, I wanted to, we talked about which day to do this show, and yeah. you chose this date, which is December 22nd, to do the show, yeah. and you said there was some significance to that, so uh, what was that? Well, we're seeing, if you, if you, if, if any of your guests, and the, the, it's still out there, there's a Jupiter, and it's about an 800-year cycle, there's a Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, which actually is... You know, everyone's been talking about this new age. This is the aspect or the uh, very, very similar. They call this the, the, the Jesus Christ or, or the Magi aspect. When Jupiter and Saturn conjunct, there's an era that's getting changed. And so when the date came up and we were talking on the phone, I go, oh, wow, what a trip. What a coincidence because we're living in, and, and it's clearly obvious to, I mean, uh, to, to what's going on here. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, this, this can even go into, you know, some of your work um, that you're doing uh, and, and what we're seeing with various high profile people as far as uh, there's, there's so much more awareness and acknowledgement on so many different, you know, uh, you know, keys. I mean, it's just, it, it's really, you know, like for instance, uh, you know, you know, like with your work with the narcissistic personality disorder. I mean, some of these, some of these terms and some of this awareness didn't exist. You know, uh, you, you know, uh, up until recently. You know, so we're seeing changes in, uh, in, not only in your work but in, in in so many different ways that literally all our institutions are being you know challenged, and people are are changing. Their values are changing. Um, it's a tug of war. I mean, no doubt about it, because the symbolism is, you know, with the Jupiter-Saturn uh, kind of war is what's going on as far as the cycle. Jupiter is the new, and, uh, you, you know, Jupiter is the new, and, and, and Saturn is the old structure. So everything that we are experiencing now has been disruptive, and, um, and this also goes in not only, I mean, I, you know, my work is not only in film and in, in book writing, but also I'm involved in blockchain too, blockchain technology. And, you know, in fact, we're going to be launching our own uh, blockchain. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we have various technologies we're involved with. And the other thing too is cryptocurrency. We're, we're actually going to be doing our own um, cryptocurrency, our own giant rock um, coin. So, and, and this is all new. This is all nascent, all brand new. I mean, it, it's uh, what's going on. So we're seeing this planetary movement that is symbolizing this rapid change. So I would caution everyone to hold on to their hats 
because if they thought if they thought we've had a, a very strange world with uh, you know not only COVID but uh, you know so many things um, you know as far as our institutions being challenged, um, this is really what a Jupiter Saturn conjunction is symbolic of, and I, um, I would ask I would mention to your um, audience or to the audience out there, don't worry about it. I mean, you know, it, it's going to be actually better. I, I'm I've never been more optimistic about our our future. We've had a lot of uh, uh, you know dead weight in and uh, and a lot of things as far as it has dragged on too long. In fact, you know, as an example, we're 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 having elect you know electrical cars are are coming into vogue. I mean, you know, you know battery battery operated. I mean, which but the majority of our vehicles are still powered by gasoline, which has gone for 110 years. I mean, you know, so there, so there, we truly are in a uh, nascent period with technology and innovation, and um, so I would just, you know, I and, and even myself, I have fought this stuff. I mean, for instance, I literally fought the whole blockchain idea and the whole technology idea for for years, and then finally, just a light bulb came. I say, wait, wait a minute, this is what's going on, and this is the future as far as that. But even even like for instance, I originally started off. I wrote a screenplay, and I thought, okay, we'll get we'll get this thing produced, and we'll get it up, up you know, called Giant Rock. And and I thought, okay, we'll do this. Well, it turns out it's probably better that I didn't at the time, because uh, for a whole myriad of reasons. But it's better uh, um, because the whole movie industry has changed. People. Oh who, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, as far as that, the, the whole idea of movie stars, I mean, you see them doing, you know, streaming video. That, that's where everyone's running to. So things are things are changing, and um, change, for the most part, is, is good. We're, we're evolving. So um, so that's kind of what, um, I guess, my, but like I said, I, I'm, I'm very optimistic. I, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be good. Um, you know, in, in fact, in, in uh, the, like I said, the uh, uh, my, my book, uh, which is the, you know the New Libertarian Party uh, Revolution for America, um, um, I, I write in this thing here. I mean, things that concepts and ideas that are, um, that are in that book are really what's going to be happening here fairly soon, and it's going to be better. But but having said that, the birthing process, as all you mothers know. <laughs> it's great to have a baby. <laughs> it's one, it, but that nine months it can be somewhat painful, and then you know, then you have this crescendo of the you know the child arrives. Like it's painful. I mean, so anyway, just keep keep a smile on your face. I guess. That's so that's what all this is with the COVID. We're just in a transition between where we were and where we're going, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, we're, we're, and, and it's, you know, when you're when you start to think about it, I mean, you, when you, I mean, obviously this last, I, I mean, I am so sick of this COVID thing. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I, if you think even, you know, the spread of this gigantic pandemic, and and uh, and I like I tell people, I, I have a lot of relatives that simply just don't believe in this uh, uh, thing, and I, and meanwhile, I'm watching, you know. Uh, uh, you can't go to a hospital in, in California because there are no beds. And, and I keep telling people, I said, if this is a hoax, this is one of the best hoax I've 
ever been around. This is the, this is the best one uh, that I've ever seen. And, and I and I'm literally I have people, friends, and relatives that um, that literally think that this has been you know being done to them. But this is all very 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 impactful, and, and it's it's changed our how how we do things, and and, and it will change how we act, conduct ourselves for the rest of our lives. I mean, it's, you know, this is, this is what's happening. So, but this is just a part of it, you know? Um, but once we get past this and please, 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 I hope, hopefully we can get past all this with by June, because I would, I, I, I want to do something else. You know, I, 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 I <laughs> I don't know about you. I would like to. I, I would actually like to go to a movie. <laughs> I would like to go out to dinner. <laughs> I would like, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I can tell you it's not a hoax. My son is a surgeon in um, Ontario, California, and the hospital that he works at. When the first wave came, when this all first started, they weren't seeing very many. It was mostly in in West um, in the West. Well, he sent us a picture last night of this city of tents that they have outside. They have so many COVID patients that they don't have, like you said, they don't have beds for them and people are waiting. Um, It's epidemic over there now. So it's real, you know, it is real. I don't know if Hmm. we have to be as afraid of it as we are, but it is real. So, um, well, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I think, you know, as far as be, I think it's smart to be cautious and, and, uh, you know, the whole social distancing and mask and all that. I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm definitely on board of that. And I'm, uh, <laughs> you talk about my, my son, he's, he's, he's over the top. He, my son almost scares me. He's so, uh, you know, he's just over the top on, on some of the stuff, but you know, it's good. And he, he wants to stay healthy. And of course he's worried about his parents, you know, too. He's worried about us as far as, it's like we, we get tracked, but I mean, we're from a, from a one to 10, we're about a seven, you know, and just, and just trying to live, you know, as far as with this, but you still have to operate at some, you know, level, but you have to be very judicious, but yeah, it's funny. You bring up Ontario, your son's in Ontario. I was born in Pomona, which is the city next to Ontario. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I know Ontario well. And yeah, this is something that's happened there. And uh, yeah, I, I just, um, but like I said, you know, this, this, you know, this is going to get <laughs> like, for instance, I'm not a vaccine person. Okay. Just so you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a real big fan of vaccines because especially some of the flu shots and whatever, but I'm not, I, I, I'm not overthinking this one. I'm getting one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think we're all kind of changing our perspective on that because it doesn't contain any of the virus, which most vaccines do. And for me, that's yeah. a little more of a comfort, you know? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, um, so you, have been doing astrology uh, for many, many years. And I know that you did my natal charts and they were incredibly detailed, past, present, and future. Um, so what can you tell us? So, so uh, you were telling us astrologically with these planets and um, mm-hmm. what else are you seeing? And, and did you know that this pandemic was coming? I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know, I, I knew there was going to be some mechanism 
What I did know, there, there was me some gigantic mechanism, but I had no idea about this, about it being a virus. I knew there'd be some, you know, you know I, I was looking, and because I'm watching the news, like you, you're in Florida, you see the hurricanes, I'm seeing all these earth changes, I'm seeing all this stuff, and, and, um, and I could track planets with it, um, you know, as far as that goes. But, um, but I didn't, no, I, I, I didn't, I didn't call this one. I mean, you know, as far as, um, you, you know, I, I didn't call this and as far as that, I just knew something big was going to happen that it was going to change us and how we conduct ourselves. And I cannot think of anything more clever than having a pandemic that literally shuts down, uh, restaurants, uh, industry, um, the, the only one that hasn't been effective, and it's funny you mentioned your son, obviously medicine is not affecting the medicine that's, that's going, you know, as far as that, they're going to have jobs for a long time, but um, it is technology, which my son's involved in technology, and he's, he works for a fairly large firm, he, he does, does that. All he, all he does is search for, you know, candidates that can come work for him, you know, for them and, and, and fill slots, which he cannot fill enough slots. So, so we've had this overreaching, you know, technology push again at the expense of people who were doing more, um, I guess, rudimentary, you know, work, you know, as in, as in restaurants and, and the other, the other aspects. So, but this is, this is, uh, I've been, this is the big one. I mean, we really are, and it's going to take a while for us to get out of this. Um, it's going to be, we're looking at a couple of years economically where, I mean, there, there's going to be some pain, um, you know, as far as this. And, and literally the sad thing is, is we're seeing, you know, uh, all the people that are food challenged, which are, uh, you know, I mean, they're, 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 we're talking 50 to 60 million people that are really in a, in a bad way that, so we literally have to look at how everything is now and, and what are we going to do with people who are unemployed, which are, you know, which their jobs are gone forever. Um, it, you know, um, most people uh, are going to have to understand that they're going to have to innovate themselves out of this. I mean, I think the government can only do so much and, you know, until that, I guess the, the you know, the, the cow stops giving milk, uh, you know, as far as that, people are going to have, they're, they're going to have to start doing, you know, their, their, their different things, of course. And this is, and it's even like me. I mean, I, I, I let me tell you something. I mean, you know, disappointment has been, one of my greatest teachers, uh, uh, the, the, the movie industry, what, you know, I, I literally, um, you know, at one time we were actually talking with some people, what well, were actually participating with some ex Warner brothers people. And, and, and I can even see how the industry, even before this was changing and, you know, you, you things are moving so quickly. It makes your head spin. But um, within that, there is a lot of opportunity. I mean, and again, um, for, you know, I was just thinking differently. I, you know, I just, I, you know, I said, okay, hey, I, I need to start thinking different. I'm thinking, okay, I have my goal. And, you know, as far as a movie or, or, or a live stream, well, that didn't happen. And, and, I, and, and I had every indication from very large stars, uh, you know, big name stars who'd come to me 
um, and all kinds of things. Well, you know, things just didn't work out in that way. So a lot of people are dealing with their own disappointment, but you literally have to transition out of that, out of disappointment, just see what, what you can do and, and, and what can be done. And, and if there's something else that maybe, you know, you're not looking at. And lo and behold, I mean, again, uh, you know, why I'm very optimistic and very up this last year has been one of my better years. I mean, and simply because I, I, I started to think out of the box, you know, and, and I'm an out of the box thinker. And even I had to get uh, push myself a little further, you know, the, the, you know, the normal. And I think that's really what the requirement is of us earthlings is to just literally, you know, think out of the box, do whatever we can to get through the next day and remain optimistic and, um, and, and things will show up for people. You just have to, you know, you know, literally stay positive in a very, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I think, I mean, I don't know if you watch television. Uh, I, 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 I got rid of my cable. I just have, you know, I just have the internet uh, news groups, but every time I watch it, it's like, okay, I almost have to go, I, I watch it and then I have to go meditate because everything's <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you think about it, you know, it's like, okay, and I literally do, I spend, oh, um, in my day now, I spend at least uh, two hours of meditation, I meditate in the morning, I meditate at night, and, and I use that, uh, and, and that has been my antidote to this extreme negativity in all of this uh, almost surreal, uh, you know, chaotic, uh, bannering going back and forth, you know, and within the whole political, you know, party. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm neither a Democrat or Republican. So I, I mean, I have no, uh, no accident. I just know that the negativity for us, which, which essentially, you know, we're organic. I mean, we're the same as flowers. I mean, we, I don't know how people between their own stuff. I mean, it's just very, very difficult. So you almost have to kind of turn your head away and just say, Hey, wait a minute. You know, I've got to, you know, got, got to gain some semblance of happiness and, and, and some balance, you know, in, in our world. Um, and you know, so, so yeah, <laughs> you're, I would think that your show's off that your, your ratings are off the map now, as far as all the need for healing. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of people are really needing healing. A lot of my clients are going through hard times people who have um, relationships, marriages, a lot of them are having struggles. All of a sudden, they don't really like the spouse so much, but it's because they're spending too much time together. Some people, people, it's a good thing. For some people, you know, it's too much togetherness. So, um, but it's hard to separate what you're feeling now from, you know, to attribute it to um, this pandemic and, and that you're locked in it, it, because it feels very real, but there's a lot of depression and a lot of sadness, a lot of things going on. So, um, yeah, it's what well, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. I, I, I mean, literally, and, and I'm not immune from that either, but you know, I, I'm, like I said, that's why I, I meditate. Um, uh, obviously just because, you know, the, the, the whole monkey chatter in my own brain, I literally have to reset my computer, you know, because it just, it, it becomes almost overwhelming uh, mm-hmm. at times. Yeah. Um, and, and again, you know, we're finding out 
you know, as far you know, can you imagine, you know, busy couples, busy career people who, who, who don't have time prior to this, now all of a sudden they're forced locked in uh, to uh, with another person that they've been before spending, and of course, you know, you know, resources and all kinds of various issues, and now they're locked in into one space. So it would be challenging to anybody, and I and I get it. I mean, I, I really get it. The, but you're right. The divorce rate is going up, um, and uh, things like obesity is going up. Alcoholism. I mean, uh, there 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 is this. But this will pass, and this will end. And you know, the the key thing is 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 just to hang on and to to you know you know wait for for better weather. I mean, you know, and or, and. So at least the, the wind in their cells can basically get back. And that is going to happen. As far as, um, you know, again, after, after June, based on what I'm seeing right now, uh, I mean, the, 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 economy, the, the economy will come back. It's just, just, just going to take some time for it to come back. There will be a lot of pent-up demand for things. And so it will come back. It just won't come back like it was before. And we may be looking for, you know, a, a good couple of years, you know, but, it, you know, again, you can't have an economy where literally no one's going anywhere or doing anything, traveling. I mean, everything's just essentially stopped. And uh, so, so as far as that goes, but you can't look at it like this is the end of the world. It's, it's not. It's, it, it's not. We just really had a, a, a horrible, horrible time period. But anyway, that, that's uh, but But again, like I said. In some avenues, as far as technology goes, uh, I, you know, things like blockchain technology, that is, is, that's moving as we speak. Literally everything is going to be taken over eventually with blockchain. And what blockchain is, is, is essentially just, you know, it's a distributed ledger that, that goes out. It's a technology that records everything. Instead of having a, a, a county clerk or, or having uh, administrative people, in, in, like for instance, in a tile company in real estate, well, that's all going to be eliminated by blockchain. Um, a lot of the things that we know or we're used to, to doing, especially in the government, which, uh, you know, government uh, areas um, literally are going to, that, that's going to be dramatic as far as the change goes. Um, in fact, as radical as it sounds, I, you know, and again, I, I was kind of worried about when I was writing the thing, but I just, I had to write it. I, I, I said, hey, listen, we, we, may we may have to consider consolidating all the states into, into in more or less seven super states. And, and I know people say, oh, people hang on to their entrenched values. But I started to think about this, you know, too. Uh, you know, originally when our Constitution was formed, women didn't have the right to vote. Black people weren't acknowledged as, <laughs> as human beings. Indians, which I'm a Native American, I, I have that weren't acknowledged. I mean, so, and that didn't come out until, you know, over a hundred, what is it? Uh, you know, w women didn't have the right. In fact, even unless you were a white property owner, you didn't have the right to vote when this company was formed. So, so transformation change is really something that's needed and we should, I hope you're still there. Um, I am. I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm fascinated. Uh, okay. I'm fascinated. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so transformation and change is good, and, and I think that a lot of people uh, I've noticed that are that they're just so worried about this 
you, you know, this, this change that is occurring, what's happening anyways. But some of these ideas will literally make uh, the continuity as far as that, and, and, uh, you know, regarding government and um, what have you. I don't know if we need to duplicate everything, you know, for instance, a lot of people, uh, you know, not in your state, but a lot of people, they'll pay a state tax and a federal tax. I started doing the math on this thing, Randy, and if they, we just had a transaction tax, a 1% transaction tax that went, uh, went, went across, which incidentally, uh, even Bernie Sanders and uh, uh, what's his name, Bloomberg, basically were proponents of, I looked at it and I thought, Whoops, I thought, I thought, gosh, I said, you know, did I lose you there? Yeah, no, I'm here. Okay, I'm here, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know, I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, okay, wait a minute. I, I did the math on it, and it pays for everything. I mean, literally, when they talk about it, like a universal income, if we had a 1% transaction tax, we could afford to pay everybody in the country $1,000 a month. I mean, we, you know, and we could provide certain social services that weren't available before. But, you know, again, you get into whole platitudes of socialism or this or that, you know, at, at which people get worried about. I don't, frankly, they're just turn, they're just words, you know, as far as that. So, so, but we are, we are going towards that world, um, you know, as far as, and it's because we have to, because, Again, what are we going to do with all these many people that are actually hungry? And, and uh, you can't just ignore them. And, you know, so there's going to be half. So when I was doing, I, I was getting, I, when I was writing the book and I, and I wrote it this summer, um, I, I'm getting all this information. I'm thinking, well, just, you know, think about this and do this. I get these kind of various, this, these words in my head and to start thinking about this. And that would be a, a trail I would go and I would do research on that particular thing. Like, for instance, the, the transaction tax, I thought, okay, well, there would never be enough money. Well, that, that wasn't so. So at any rate, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited about what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited when I listen to you because, because okay. you're, you're opening up our eyes to so many things. You know, the question yeah. I have about this, it, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the blockchain technology, but so, so say we have, um, say all title work is done through this technology. Is there mm -hmm. any person monitoring this or how, or is the computer in charge of it? How, how does that work? The computer is in charge of it. The answer is, the, the answer is, you, you know, for instance, like if, if you do it, like, let's do a, a say, say, let's, let's do it. And this is very simplistic. You get a hundred, a hundred person involved in the blockchain. Okay. That's who is, you know, and once, once the blockchain is created, there's no, there, there's no skullduggery. It's, it's, it's in, you know, it's pretty much in stone. Like, so like, for instance, like, um, you know, like your driver's license, that history is, will be indefinite. I mean, you know, I mean, it's going to go back all the way till, you know, your, your birth. And I thought about, you know, I know everyone's worried about um, voting fraud. Blockchain is a perfect antidote because you can't you, you can't rearrange your your uh, your origins. You can't rearrange you know where you were born, your birth date, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, it is scary. One of the scary part about it is we'll be relying on computers. God, I hope you I can no signal, but anyways, I hope you're still there. Still I there, am, Randy. Okay, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Okay. 
Uh, yeah. So, so the various things that, um, you, you know, that, that we've just been traditionally used upon to having basically being introduced by a person will already be done and it won't, you know, so from that and, and, and again, we won't have, we won't have, we won't be in need of a trusted third party for various transactions, financial, it'll all be in stone. And, and, and then people say, well, you know, the government can, you know, this, this no, I mean, it, it, it's amazing. I, the more I got into this, I thought, okay, but the one thing that we're, the one thing that we'll be missing um, as far as it will be different is a lot of the humans that were used to basically, you know, transcribing this stuff, that will all become all obsolete, which, which is, you know, it's just different. We'll, we'll be living in kind of a different, a different world, but we're not, there's nothing that's going to stop it at any rate too. Progress is going to happen because it's just the most efficient way to, to, to do this stuff here. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, again, uh, I've had a kind of a renaissance of my own self, my own thing. And I'm like you, Randy, I mean, it's like, I sat there and I, I felt like, I don't know, I, I kept on just beating my head. I said, oh, man, I don't like this. I don't like it. Or, or, or I shouldn't say like it, but I kept saying, I don't like this. This is, you know, this is dehumanizing. You know, what about this? What about this? And then I think, oh, you know what? This is what's going to happen. At any rate, so so I kind of had this like two-way converse, two or three-way conversation <laughs> with myself. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, but so, I don't, yeah. yeah. So we're talking about artificial intelligence. Are we talking about like Hal, you know, where Hal takes Hal? over? Well, yeah, yeah, right. Hal, <laughs> let, let me in, Hal. Let me in the pod, Hal. You right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. Far, well, what we're talking about is, in a nutshell, the singularity, which has been, you know, prophesied by all the, you know, Hindu, uh, the Vedics, and, and all the various, you know, ancient texts. They talk about singularity and really what it is is where everything kind of comes together at once you know as far as that um but along with that i, I mean it, it's uh it, incidentally our this is my philosophical belief our our creator created us we're 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 we are by far the cl the closest thing to perfection the human being in many respects is the closest thing to perfection uh, you know as far as that and we do have a creator. And if, and if the, like, for instance, the Star Wars people come up or, or HAL 9000, uh, trust me, uh, I, I absolutely have this firm belief that this creator will, would, uh, uh, you know, will shepherd us through in, in, in a right way. But we are headed towards singularity. And singularity means that we're all one, that we're all you know, the realization that there is no difference between not only us uh, or, the, you know, not only the Chinese, the Japanese, whoever, there's that. And again, as far as with some of this technology, we will actually start blending with some of the technology, you know, which it's not, uh, you know, people talk to their TV now or, or computer or they have a, a, a GPS. I mean, there, there's so many artificial intelligent components that have been with us for so long, any rate, I mean, we've already, we've already, um, we're already living in that world. I mean, so, um, but now, but it'll get more, it, it will get more. So, and, and no, I don't have, I don't have a, uh, I, I can't stand to have a phone in my ear or anything in my ear. So I, I'm, I'm going to be one of the, I, I still am going to be one of the, the drudges in the whole technology thing. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to resist yeah. this as long as I can. So. Well, you're an empath, right? So you're, you're a sensitive and, um, 
which accounts for the fact which accounts for the fact that news just rattles your entire being um you know and you need to meditate yeah so um yeah you, you know it's funny when i whenever i do like a chart uh, um you know which is which is funny i'm it, it, you know um you know we we go from from a uh you know date of birth you know as far as that try to get as close as we can to that with the first cry but if you look at it, I'm I'm synthesizing, you know, twelve or what, twelve to fourteen different things at one time, which my mind is a, you know, I blend and I'm I'm in, you know in a computer, you know, I, I'm in a, you know, essentially. At the same time, I literally get inside my clients. I mean, I literally, you talk about empath. I mean, I literally feel every pain. And uh, every, you know, every, every I feel I, I, the more I, the more I work on the chart or all that, the more I actually become very, very close with that whole thing. And that's the kind of the human side of, of, of my of my empathetic, you know, you know, feeling. I mean, I actually, you know, it's, it's an abstraction. I actually feel that. So wow. um, I actually feel it. So everyone says, oh, well, you know, be distant. Or, or be third party, be objective, nonsense. I, I can't do that. I be, literally become, you know, uh, almost a, a co, uh, co-partner with that whole thing, uh, with that whole person and their issues and what have you. So that's what being, at least to me, you know, being an empath, I mean, I, you know, I literally do it. So that's why I kind of have to, you know, as far as like you know, new clients, I, I, I take them occasionally, um, but I generally it's it's uh it it consumes a lot of time and it consumes a lot of my um you know as far as that um you know but but i do it i i do it just the same i i do it because right. i love it i yeah. know and that's why that's why i've recommended you to the people that were interested because i know you put everything you have into it so it's not just the natal chart you, you give so much more oh yeah thank thank you and and, and it's true i i really do and it, i always feel like i'm also, too, before I before I do kind of a session or so-called reading, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm um, uh, I, I, I feel like the beginning of a Broadway show. I I, I become almost <laughs> somewhat of a nervous wreck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, but still, I, I do it because I have to. I absolutely have to. So yeah, and there's always a reason why I connect with somebody too. That's the thing. If somebody pops up, I, I look at the universe and say, hey. The universe is, has brought this person to me to do this, and I do it. Yeah, I just do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so cool. That's so cool. Um, so besides being an empath, so you feel people's feelings, but do you have actually have psychic abilities? I know you're connected. Absolutely. Yeah, you do. Okay. So you're able yeah, to pick up what um, form of um, of intuition do you have? I know there's so many different ones. Um, you know, tele- good- clairvoyant, telepathic. Um, I, I don't get, you, you know, um, it, it's, it's really, uh, a, a clairvoyant. I, I'll get a, you know, I'll get a, a, well, also, um, I have, um, you know, it, mostly, it, well, it, it, I actually can see things, especially when I'm looking at data. And as far as that, I'll get this aha moment as far as, aha. Uh, but, uh, but, but for the most part, I'll, I'll literally, sometimes I'll just get a kind of a very, very subtle voice that'll just say, Hey, wait a minute, this person's dealing with this here. And this is where you need to go, and uh, this is what you need to do. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but yeah, it, it, it is, you, you know, too. I mean, you, you know, it, it's it, it's so odd because you know, 
of 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 my of my background and 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 all this other stuff. I mean, I, it's just so odd for me to even to this day. I mean, I originally tried to uh, essentially disprove what I was doing, and the more I tried to disprove what I was doing, the more it actually I, I was proving to myself that it really works, and it's been around for thousands and thousands of years prior to the flood. This is supposedly taught, the, the Anunnaki supposedly taught this to, uh, you, you know, to, to the people when they came down here, when they first were formulating this. And that's what I've heard. So it's been around. It's just, and what it is, is it, they're forms. I mean, we, we literally come in here, you know, through, through a form, through a set of shoes. And, um, and so I just kind of try to walk uh, my uh, clients through that walk, you know, through, you know, with them, I try to walk with them and make them feel okay about, you know, you know, their steps that they're at. And, um, and so I've been fairly successful with that. And, uh, but again, it's, um, I wouldn't, anything I, Randy, anything I do, I would recommend people not do. <laughs> Why? Say, Why do you say that? Well, I would say the reason I'm saying is it, it, it's because it's, it's so complicated. You know, I, honest, I, I really, they're different times. You know, I, my kids, they used to have such a hard time because, you know, they would go to school and they'd say, well, what did your father do? Well, I said, well, he's in the oil business, but he also, he does something with astrology. And, and, and also, so I keep thinking, maybe I should have a simpler life. <laughs> That's why. Your kids couldn't define you. <laughs> they couldn't define it. And I, I felt so sorry for them, you know, because they couldn't really tell anybody. Well, well my dad's a fireman. My dad's a policeman. What does your dad do? Well, he, he does something. <laughs> dad, yeah. Right. My dad's way ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Are we, um, Chad, are we going to be moving to other planets? How is that? What do you think? Well, we already are. I think um, I think there's clear evidence that we've actually that we've we've I, I, there's clear evidence, at least in my mind, that we have already basically have colonized some uh, you know some of the other planets. I, I think this is uh, I, th- this is the other big this is the other big secret. I mean, you know, literally, uh, we have had contact with UFOs uh, for such at a high government level. And literally, I, um, you can see pictures of Mars, and you can see all, all kinds of junk and, and discarded stuff on the surface. And so, uh, but I believe that we've already been there, and 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 definitely are. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, you know, the guy who owns Tesla, uh, Elon Musk. I mean, you know, we all we have we have private space uh, capsules now, and. And it's just going to get it's more. So yeah, we will be. Yeah, we 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 have been, and we will be. We, you know, we'll be, continue to do this. And so, um, hopefully, we need to take care of this planet. We need to definitely take care of this planet so we don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so yeah, hopefully, wow. people will pick up. Yeah. So. When you say we've colonized, are you talking about before? Um, before our. Well, what am I trying to say? Before we were created, before we were created. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. We we've had certainly. Yeah. We we've had that. And you, you know, the other thing too is is that with with UFOs specifically, one of the things people keep thinking that yeah, 
you know, I, I still occasionally see ships, you know, actually, you know, ships that I can't identify as are as a, a you know, n normal ship or normal, you know, like an airplane or helicopter or satellite or like that. I mean, I, I've just seen erratic, you know, movements as far as that. Um, we have, but there's also interdimensional, which is something, again, the Vedics have talked about too. We literally, I mean, with quantum physics, um, literally, we have civilizations within civilizations within this, and and literally, we, you know, I mean, I don't know if there's not another whole entire Earth within our own dimensional or, or interdimensional thing within five minutes away. I mean, so we're, we're have, there is no empty space. If you if you literally, you know, take your hand and wave it through your room there, and you really, you know, sit there and stop, you know, just think about it. There is no empty space anywhere. You know, there, there, there are civilizations after civilizations, you know, as far as that goes. And so, yeah, we, we, we have a very uh, multiverse, crowded, crowded universe. So we're, we're not we're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't believe that we are. But, you know, if we're talking about dimensions and I know that um, several of my guests have talked about, you know, how we're in and out of the fifth dimension. Um right now and that we're moving towards that towards a dimension where we're all telepathic and um and that kind of thing um so but when we think of death and we think of you know passing on really what we're doing is going to another dimension so i'm just wondering if we're just kind of being beamed up to <laughs> to another yeah. you know, civilization well, and it's not really death well, you know, also too, with my, you know, li listen, I, I experience parallel universes now. I mean, I, you know, I, I have, and, and that's something I've, I've always experienced. I've, you know, various where I'm literally, and I don't know if you, you've done, most, most of, a lot of the people that I've seen have had a certain amount of trauma that experience parallel universes that somehow opens up a different channel for them that they weren't, weren't normally like in a 3D world even noticeable about. But literally, I've had, you know, I'll sit there and I'll be me, okay, but I'll have a completely different family. I'll be in a completely different circumstance. And all it takes is for me to basically be slightly, you know, deeply relaxed. And I can actually have these experiences, these parallel universes, having a conversation with somebody, you know, as far as that. Now, again, you know, we've had all the, 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 the psychological, you know, speak as far as, you know, split personality and this, this, and that, trying to describe some of these things here, but this has been going on forever. And, and, and literally we all have them. Um, I keep on, I, I, I laugh when people, one of the things that, uh, you know, I'll be on a radio show or somewhere and someone will say, Hey, I had a UFO experience in my dream. And it was so vivid, it was so real. And I and I asked him. I said, "Well, why why couldn't that have actually been an experience in your dream? Maybe that was how you interface with that whole UFO experience, as far as that." Yeah. And, well, but, but people say, "Well, it's just a dream." I, and I'm thinking, "Okay, well, what's a dream?" <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's a it's a different. I mean, literally, nobody can really explain that we. You know, they call it the the, the mini death when you go to sleep at night. And you travel here and there, and a lot of people have gotten tremendous amount of information through their, you know, through their dreams and what have you. And so, I guess it all depends on how you look at it. But people say, "Well, it's just a dream," and, I, and, I, and again, it's just a dream. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know, <I> mean <laughs> what, what does that mean? Yeah, just a dream. Yeah. So there's all kinds of ways. I think it, it, it as far as um, to be conscious of. Uh, of these, uh, of the various 
subtleties that we go as, you know, that we walk during this lifetime as far as human beings. I mean, you know, I mean, like the connection between a mother and a child and, you know, gosh, I mean, you know, how many mothers, you know, literally can, you know, tell if there's something extraordinary wrong with a child who happens to be, you know, 3,000 miles away, even, you know, as far right. as that. Well, yeah. What, what is that? You know, what, okay. How, how does that occur? Well, we're, we're all traveling in this whole, you know, this whole thing. One thing about, you know, when you talk about death, as far as atoms, usually atoms attract atoms like atoms, you know, as far as in the whole, you know, molecular world. So even if you're passing, you know, anybody that you know in this lifetime, you'll know, you'll know in the next lifetime. It'll just be, you'll be more aware of it. And it's literally, we, we've had really hundreds and hundreds of existences and lifetimes and, and, and um, that kind of connection. So we still have that, um, uh, you know, that connection is there. But, but also too, you know, we've lived in this mechanized world here and, and we've lived in a very uh, materialistic, uh, over materialistic where all the values have had to do with stuff, you know, and so everyone has been consumed by stuff, you know, who has the most stuff? You have the biggest car and I keep, and I keep on talking to people and I think, well, you know, how, my question is, how many beds do you sleep in at night? Well, most of us sleep in one. I, you know, I, I sleep in two. I sleep in my bed and then I, of course, I generally get up somewhere and I, and I'll, I might even meditate. So I, I get in a chair and then I'll, <laughs> I'll drift off. But, but, but most people sleep in one bed, you know. And it, but again, we live in a we live in a stuffed world. And this is also too one of the the things that have been most difficult for me is the realization that we've literally been set up on a almost a fascist a fascist system of you know of conducting ourselves where you know, versus, you know, they think everything, you know, what's mine is mine in a smaller pie universe versus this larger, you know, you know, larger pie. And, and, and the Austrian School of Economics, they, you know, they stayed unequivocally. I said, hey, you know, they're, you know, as the pie gets bigger, then there's actually more money and it's just more people are doing better. But what we've had here is, we, we have this 1% in this country that seems to own and control by design a lot of the material, um, you know, stuff that's going on here. And it doesn't work. I mean, it, it really doesn't work for them. Uh, and, and, you know, they may think it works, but really it doesn't work. I mean, if the pie were bigger or enlarged, uh, there'd be more people, cons you know, uh, exchanging currencies, exchanging services, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the whole Austrian school of economics theory, which I actually agree with. But here over the last week, we've had essentially we have these, you know, titans. We, we have this one percent that seem to be controlling everything and actually determining, you know, who, who, who our political uh, people are, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And and, and again, you, you know, somebody would come up and say, well, hey, you, what are you, a, a socialist or, or that? And the answer is not really. I mean, I, actually, I'm probably more true capitalist than, than anyone. I mean, I, I you know, I, I'm not saying don't make money. I'm just saying enlarge the pie, you know, versus, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, just enlarge it. Yeah. So. Right. Give everybody yeah. a shot. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's um, I was 
you know, talking about the fifth dimension, I had this woman who, um, she wrote a really cool book about um, the fifth dimension. And, and she said something that was interesting to me. You know how sometimes you'll put something down, you'll go to look for it and it won't be there. You'll walk oh, around yeah. looking for it. And then you come back and there it is. She's like, that's because you're switch, you switch dimensions. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that right. was, that's so wild to think about. But that happens to me all the time. I'm like, darn, you know, I know I put it there. Where is it? <laughs> so I'm like, I feel like I'm in and out. But it doesn't, you're the, you're, you, know, you think you're going, you're, you're losing your mind going see now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But, I, but now that she's explained that to me, it's like, oh, okay. So I really am switching back and forth. It doesn't feel like I am, but I must be because my, my reality changes. So your reality changes, you know, yeah. that that's really such a profound um, uh, thread of discussion. I, I've, you know, I've had that one of, one of my favorite ones was there's a guy named Clyde Lewis. who's He's really a big UFO guy at the time. He, he really was working as a, um, in a small station, uh, a small radio station. And just by chance, he calls me up and, it's, and I guess he was moonlighting, trying to sell some ad space. Okay. And so it was one of those really weird, uh, serendipitous things. But when I start, I started talking to him and I looked down at my hand and there was a small spaceship in my hand. Okay. Oh my and this this is like Twilight Zone stuff. There was a small spaceship in my hand, and and and, and actually his his show was called uh, Ground Zero, which actually still here. He's he's one of the top twenty five radio guys now. But I had this small spaceship in my hand, and I had no, and it was completely freaking me out. And I kept on telling him, I said, I have a small spaceship in my hand, and I was talking about my uncle, I was talking about UFOs, and and this whole thing. You talk about a fifth dimension, and, and the conversation, we were on the phone for four hours talking about, you know, and, and, and it was out of the blue. This is, a, you know, a, a weird, weird thing. And then when the conversation ended with him, the spaceship disappeared. And I couldn't find, I ripped my whole house apart thinking, <laughs> I, I did, I, where, where, where is that spaceship? And, and, and it was like, it was one of those things it, the, the whole the whole concept of of him calling me up out of the blue, um, of 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 talking about my uncle and and all this stuff and there's a spa- little small spaceship and it was almost perfect and I'm thinking okay a lot of a lot of times these things happen to me and they're really not for that time or 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 at least in part they are but 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 then but yeah. And I and I've oh, I've always been a loss as far as that. But again, when you talk about dimensions, dimensions can be you, they can be micro, you know, mini, micro, uh, you know, whatever. And and as far as objects go, um, that can happen. And but people, um, you know, you know mo- most people, what we what people do is they deny everything their whole life. Okay, <laughs> and and uh, lo and behold, I don't. I actually, you know, for, for some reason, everything's more impactful for me, and, and I literally uh-huh. get into that. But most people, they sit there, that's impossible or, or, or it's improbable. And, and again, I, say, I, I don't go there, I mean, as far as that. I mean, I just simply don't because I've had so many, I've had a zillion experiences as far as where things that shouldn't happen, happen. Um, and I don't know, I think that's kind of a, 
maybe I guess a testimony on, on your guest, you know, fifth dimensions, you know, view on, <laughs> on things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, no, I'm the same way with you. I never, I never deny anything. I mean, I, I do believe everything's possible and I'm excited to learn about these kind of things. And, you know, and this has been such an exciting show. I want to, um, again, say the names of your books because um, Giant Rock, The Greatest UFO Story, is it never told yeah. or ever told? Never yeah, told. I, 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 I say okay. everything. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, Giant Rock, The Greatest UFO Story, Never Told. Okay? Right. <laughs> never told. And, and yeah. the new Libertarian, Libertarian Party, Revolution for America. Um, these are the yeah. two books. Oh, I want to get the other book. I mean, I, I've read um, Giant Rock, which is just so cool. Do you think you'll ever do the screenplay or not? I mean, the uh, movie? Oh, man. You know, if I get the right people, Randy, I mean, you know, again, this is part of the, one of those spirit things. I've been involved in the wrong period and uh, wrong people and the, inter- and the wrong energy. And literally, I mean, I literally had, I mean, you, you talk about the realization of, of having almost this, these forces that don't didn't want something to come and, oh, and not yeah. to go too. Yeah. Um, literally one of the, one of the things that one of the events that had happened and I didn't, and of course me, you know, I, I kind of blundered through life, I guess with a lot of things that I get, I certain naive, you know, as far as the whole Hollywood thing, I literally didn't know what that was. I didn't know what that meant. And, and anything you've heard about it, uh, you can pretty much, I mean, as far as, it can get extraordinarily difficult as far as that, but I didn't know that. And so I learned, I really learned that as far as how difficult it is. So I'm very cautious as far as that, but that's going to come out. And right now I have, I have giant rock Two. I started giant rock Two. Okay. Which, you know, essentially how giant rock evolved was first was a screenplay. And then I converted it to a novel and then I've actually, I started Giant Rock 2, which actually is an extenuation of, you know, of the whole storyline. So I really have about three seasons of, um, I have about three seasons uh, of streaming, you know, shows, or I have a movie and a sequel. So mm-hmm. whenever we get back to going to movies, I definitely would like to do it. But I have to have, you know, it has to be the right people. I have to get the right budget. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to. Just, yeah, I mean, well, now we have net, now we have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and all these different yeah. ways to to do it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but um, you know, you're talking about being blocked. My whole life has been filled with that. It's like I will be headed towards something, and a wall will just come up and say, "Uh-uh, not now." Yeah. You know, and and. I can think of so many times that that has been my life. So now when I hit a wall, I go, okay, timing isn't right. You know, uh, I'll just hang in there. I'll just hang in there. You learn to adjust to it. But um, it saved me from some very major things. Oh, gosh. You don't know. You, Randy, you don't know what that is because in that, and I, it, has, it comes with wisdom is what it is. You know, we, we live in a, in a world where you basically, you know, oh, don't, don't take no for an answer. Well, you know, sometimes there's a subtle no and, and what have you. Now, now, incidentally, in one of my, one of my incarnations, I, this was back in the 2008, I started a renewable energy college, and I went there, and I, and I was in the back of it. I almost had, I was just closely to a vision I've had with my uncle, 
And I go, I don't want to do this. I said, I'll have to move to Missouri. I was, I was living in Florida, not too far away from you. I like Florida, incidentally. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like, okay, I live on the beach. It's really fun here. And okay, no. So I go there, and they had asked me to, 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 do, to, to do something with this college that had been uh, essentially bankrupt. And, and uh, so I came in, and I did it. And I sit back, and I almost had, gosh, I had this vision about what this thing should be. And I thought, well, this should be a renewable energy college and we, we can redo that. So I took, so, but, but I go, uh, but, and, and in the conversation that I had, I said, I don't think this thing will be, I don't think this thing will work. And uh, I, I heard in my uncle's voice, which is funny because I've heard, heard that crazy, that almost Midwestern voice. He goes, he goes, don't worry about it. If it doesn't work, doesn't work. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, go, okay. my gosh. <clears throat> yeah, you yeah. have to, you know, you learn to be patient. You learn to look for signs. I mean, I do. I spend my whole life, you know, watching the signposts and just go, okay, all right. That's where yeah. you want me to go. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going with the flow. Um, okay. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty much out of time. I really ran this show a okay. lot longer because you're so fascinating. I love talking to you. Uh, um, thank you. <clears throat> but yeah, you'll have to let us know. Um, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, you'll have to let us know what you know if you have another project, and you know, so that we can uh, yeah, come yeah, on yeah, and yeah. tell hey, us about I, it. You, you know what? It's so easy. You, you, you're you're a great interview. I'm not just saying this. I mean, you, you sit there. You know, uh, it, it's almost it's a great. It's almost like a a great uh, an equally matched tennis match. You know, you'll throw an idea at me and throw. <laughs> say, boom, 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 boom. My head just goes. Da, 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 da. I I love the show. It's really great. <laughs> Anyways, oh, yeah, I appreciate that so much okay yeah. chad well stay in touch okay. all, all right, right. Hey, thanks so much okay all right bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> so we are out of time today but if you have any comments or questions about today's show you can email me at love your life at randyfine.com and you can um reach chad at www.giantrockthemovie.com if you want to know more about him and his projects Anyway, may joy and serenity always be yours. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate it. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.